Paul and Angie Lingzo, founders of the Lingzo Fitness Academy, bring you the missing piece. Mission, mindset, and mechanics for your complete transformation. As creators of the Anti-Diet Mindset Reprogram, Paul and Angie have all the missing pieces you need to make the leap to your best life. Welcome to The Missing Piece. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to The Missing Piece. I am excited to talk to you today. I'm going to share with you, you know what, I'm going to share with you a little story about a falling out I had with um, with a friend and who's really, who really more of a mentor. And it's, you know, I, we actually mentioned it later on, but the, the juicy part of it isn't really what's important, but what's important is the lessons learned from it and um, how this actually, you know, this was maybe 10 years ago and how it actually tied into a conversation I literally just had um, a couple weekends ago with somebody who uh, was younger than me and was looking for life advice, which is kind of funny. Anyway, um, before we get started, of course, please, please, please rate the podcast. Drop us a little review. It helps people find the podcast. It helps with the almighty algorithm you know, helps, helps it, um, the uh, iTunes see that we're active and people are listening. And of course, go head on over to missingpeacepodcast.com, jump into our free Facebook group. You can see our um, Instagram handles on there as well. You can see all the places that we're active on social media and we'd love to hear from you, you know, whether it is through review, whether it is hitting us up on our IG or in our Facebook group, we would love to hear from you. So anyway, Anyway, what, what I'm going to talk about today is in the early days, the early, early days of my training career. And it was when I first got into fitness as a career, it was a career change for me. And so I had, I mean, I guess you could say I had some formal training because I went to college and have a bachelor's degree in food science and human nutrition. So I had a base. I don't know, a basic level of understanding of physiology and nutrition and stuff, but I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. That doesn't really mean shit. And I wasn't really able to apply it. And that's, you know, we'll talk about why later. But by the time I got into fitness as a trainer, as a job, as a career, I had a decent amount of experience as an enthusiast, right? So I knew a thing or two about weight training or so I thought. Um, but you know, just simply charging people money for that experience felt a little bit strange at first. And then, you know, so of course you get a certification and, and I kind of thought like, Oh, I'll do this certification and that will fill all the gaps for me. And of course it didn't, you, you know, then you, you read a textbook, you take a test and, and you, you know, I still didn't feel like, man, I, I really, really truly understand this. In fact, I was even maybe a little bit more confused than when I had started the certification. And so I start just doing more and more certifications, you know, workshops, live workshops, and I'm um, working with coaches myself and I'm meeting people at these workshops and networking with them and staying in touch and asking questions. And I'm just eager to learn. I just, it's so funny looking back. I mean, you know, this is like 2008, nine, 10, somewhere in there. And I thought, I just kept digging and digging and digging. And it's funny to think, I thought that I was going to have the answers one day. You know, like I thought, okay, like I just learned this and now I just need to learn 
the next thing they need to learn this answer about how this energy system works and how strength training over here, uh, you know, works with hypertrophy training and, and all this stuff. And I just thought like, I just keep learning and one day I'll have all the answers. And then, and then once I have all the answers, boom, you know what I mean? I will be the world's greatest chain trainer and my career will just, I mean, how, how could I not be rich and famous? Um, even if I didn't want to be, I'd have to be rich and famous because I'm the world's greatest trainer who has all the answers. And you know, like that's silly. I like maybe I didn't have the exact thought, but that was maybe the thought process. So anyway, um, through through the course of this digging and this searching for answers and this this quest to become the most competent and well versed trainer in the world, I of course was doing my best to stand on the shoulders of giants and to learn as much as I could from people who had been in the game before me. And there's one person, and I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to try to make this slightly ambiguous because I don't wish this person ill and this story isn't really doesn't really put them in the best light, so I'm going to be a little bit ambiguous about it. But there was a person who I networked with, you know, maybe a good 10 or so years older than me, so, but in, in just in the game, just in the fitness game, and I'm not lying when I say, still to this day, probably the brightest mind in strength and conditioning that I've ever met. Um, absolute stud in terms of knowledge, you know, anatomy, physiology, total stud in terms of application. Right, like to apply it to his clients, get a great result. Um, just really, really a bright mind for that sort of thing, and a big personality to boot. Uh, the problem was that big personality tended to rub some people the wrong way, and <clears throat> you know, I when I first let's say it was under the tutelage of this person. Other people I know kind of warned me about some things about this person gets real controlling and, you know, at, at, at times has, has outbursts where they verbally berate you. And I was like, ah, I just don't see that. That's weird. And besides, it's not like I see this person all the time anyway. You know, like I just, you know, see this person at events. I see, I see him at, um, yeah, at events, a couple times a year, maybe, uh, talk on the phone, you know, whatever, right? Uh, anyway, and so we, you know, long story short, um, at sort of like a post conference, you know, so, so there was an event, you know, a learning event or whatever, a workshop, if you will, where their trainers had gathered to, um, you know, take in some content. And then, a, you know, some of us were at, a hotel afterwards, having a few beers, recapping the, the night or recapping the weekend, I should say, and just sort of kicking back and networking, you know, and, and, and it happened, right? Like, I don't even, I, I mean, I kind of vaguely remember what the conversation was about and I'm not going to like relive it, but basically there was a disagreement between this person and I, and I, <laughs> he wigged out, you know, and, and like he wigged out, like yelled at me, in front of like 10 people, including two of his employees and like stormed off. And everybody was just like kind of dumbfounded. And, you know, I turned to some other people. I was like, did, 
did you get, was this a heated discussion? Like, did I miss something? And they're like, no, like, I, I, I don't know what just happened. And his employees said, Hey man, don't worry about it. Like this kind of just happens once a month or so at the gym. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> they're like, yeah, you know, everybody, everybody, whatever get, gets that sometimes. And I was like, well, that's crazy. Right. And you know, like it just is, that's, that's wild. And, um, and, and why am I telling you this story? It's not because it's not because I want to relive a bad memory. It's not because honestly I'm, I'm over it. Um, it's not because I want to, um, I don't know. It's, it's not because I want to paint anybody in a bad light per se, but what I want to do is talk about something Remember when I said this is one of the brightest minds in my field that I've literally ever talked to? And, and I'm talking about brighter than all the guys you see on stage, brighter than all the guys and girls you see with huge social media followings who have written books. This is literally the brightest mind I've ever seen, ever talked to, ever experienced. And he's just not making waves in the industry. I mean, he's doing all right, you know, but... He has the potential, I would say, from a from a knowledge standpoint and an application standpoint, to literally change the entire fitness landscape with some of his ideas and his applications. And he's unable to because he's unable to get along with people. And so his competency level is extremely high. But the demands that he places on people or the, uh, or, or I shouldn't even say that, but like, yeah, the demands you place on people in terms of relationship forces people to either not want to be around him or tune him out. Or he's got like this sort of trail of falling outs in the industry, if you will. And <clears throat> it's, a, it's a damn shame is what it is. But if there was a lesson that I could learn from it, it was, I'll tell you this much at that point, when I saw the situation for what it was, it was, it was a light bulb went off and my quest to have all the answers came to an end. <laughs> you know, my quest to have all the answers came to the end because what I realized is that being competent in a field and being able to affect change, um, being able to do the job, that's not a superpower. That is the price of admission. You need to be, Whatever your field you're in, whether it's fitness or, or you're an engineer, like you've got to be able to do your job. But if you continue to pursue competency and get better and better and better and better and better at your job, but you ignore your humanity and you ignore the soft skills of being able to communicate, of being able to keep relationships, of being able to influence people, then your competency doesn't matter. It literally doesn't matter because nobody's going to listen to you at the end of the day. Yes, there, there are outliers. I'm not going to sit here and tell you like, there's not like Steve jobs reportedly was an asshole. Right. But he's a different level of, you know what I mean? Like, sure. There's people like that out there, but for the most part, for the most part, if you want to have a life of impact and meaning, you're going to have to balance your competency with your ability to influence others. And you can't influence others if they freaking hate you. So, uh, I mean, maybe you can, but you maybe influence them in a different way than you want to. 
So what we all want is to have an impact, whether, whether people, whether you say it or not, like some people are like, Oh, I just want to kick back and blah, blah, blah. And I don't need to be rich and famous, like whatever, whatever it is, you want to have an impact in some way, shape or form. And if you're like, Oh, I just, I'm just a parent and I want to impact my kids or, you know, I want to, want to raise my kids. Well, yeah, that's influence, dude. You're influencing your kids, influencing them. You're, you're leading your kids. That's what parenting is. And even if you don't have any employees at work, you're leading your clients or you're leading, you know, yourself. And that's really, that's what I wanted to get into here is competency has to be, inf- you know, balanced with influence. Your ability to get along with and inspire and lead others. But really influence starts with you. You have to be able to lead and influence yourself. And so many times we're kind of going on autopilot, right? So many times when we're lost or we're not feeling super satisfied with where we're at, or we're feeling a little bit of stress or we're feeling a little bit of anxiety, it's because we're cruising on autopilot. And what that means, it, you, you might think like, oh, I programmed this destination in and so now autopilot's taking me there, but that, mm, it's not really how it goes. It's not really how it goes. How it goes is... You're just taking the path of least resistance or you're accepting whatever the world's giving you. You're being reactive. That's really what autopilot in life means, which means that you have given up the ability to influence yourself and you've accepted whatever influence is out there in the world. You've accepted the influence of whatever media you're consuming or whatever people you're surrounding yourself with. And so if you really want to get clear on how to influence yourself. You need to get clear on what you stand for and what you want. Get really clear and not say like, I stand for honesty and integrity because that's stupid. Everybody stands for that. Everybody thinks they're honest and has integrity. Right? <laughs> um, and when it comes to you know knowing what you want, be real about what you want. Be 100% real about it because so many of us carry around this shame of sort of wanting more. <laughs> you know, there's this, this weird directive that's like, hey, you should, you should be happy with what you have and, and, and wanting more is bad. There's this weird like little subtext and a lot of uh, interactions. You'll, and you'll notice it once you, once you decide you want to level up your job or, or, or you know, level up your body. Hell, there's a lot of, there's a lot of shame around spending time to level up your body. And so here's the deal. If you're clear on what you stand for, what you're in, what you want, which are really two things, you know, two sides of the same coin, you can create a framework of which you can influence yourself because now you can choose which media you're going to consume. You can choose how you're going to filter and, and, and perceive everything that's happening in the world and, and specifically in your world. You can choose who you're going to surround yourself with so that you're very intentional about who you are allowing to influence you because whether you want to believe it or not, Influence is a continual two-way street. You're always influencing people around you. The people around you are always influencing you. And so you need to be extremely intentional about who you surround yourself with because you don't just want to accept the default like random ass person and let them influence your life if it's not in the line with what you want. 
So get clear on what you want, get clear on what you stand for, and then you can intentionally create a framework of influence for yourself. And if you know what you want and you're bought into your own vision in life, it be, I mean, that's step one to being an actual leader. Because now you, can, now you can interact and move and lead with authenticity. There's no bullshit about it. You are who you are and you want what you want. And you've done the digging and you've got the clarity and you're in alignment with all those things. And if you can do that and you can operate that way, it creates a framework with how you live your life. And if you are at peace with yourself and you're happy with how your life is going, communication with others and specifically relationships with others become much better because you can allow people to just be who they are and you can see the greatness in them because you've chosen to see the greatness in yourself. You've chosen to decide that, Hey, this is who I am. This is what I want. And, and I deserve to have what I want. And when you do, when you decide those things about yourself, the world is a mirror, right? So then you're going to start to see those things and others. You're going to start to see other people as, Oh, that's who they are. And they deserve to have what they want. Do you think that's a better frame for a relationship than constantly having antagonistic headbutting relationships? So if you can see other people as if you can see the greatness in them and you see them as deserving of what they want, don't you think you're going to be able to build better cooperation, better influence? Don't you think those, those people will be drawn to you? You'll be magnetic and you have a strong framework. When you, because here's the deal, when you give yourself permission to go for what you want, just by default, without you ever saying a word, just by your actions of going after what you want and creating that alignment for yourself, it gives people around you permission to go after what they want. It gives them permission to be themselves. And that is when you can truly be influential. That's when you can truly lead. So it starts with leading yourself. It starts with leading yourself. And when you are really crystal clear on who you are, what you're all about. And you, you are in alignment. And you get rid of all that inner turmoil. You strip away all the bullshit. And you just know what you want. And you know that you deserve it. And you are not ashamed of going after it. People who are in alignment with your values will be drawn to you. They'll be ready to cooperate with you because they, they don't want to be around. They don't want to be around other people telling them they can or can't do this. They should do this. They should do that. Nobody wants that shit. That's a bad influence. They want to be around you. They want to be around people who are, who are living that, that life that's, that's, that's magnetic. You can't look away. And when you have that, you're able to lead an influence. Now, can you be all, all charisma and no competency? Of course not. It's a balance. It's 100% about You have to be able to do your job but you have to be able to influence people as well. And that starts with being able to, leading and influencing others starts with being able to lead and influence yourself. And that's, so, so when people talk to us like, you know, oh, I, I don't need to have a six pack. I don't need to be that strong. Blah, 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 blah. Okay, cool. Like, go on with that framework. <laughs> You're not my people, right? But then when clients come to us, they're like, hey, I want to be freaking jacked and like, I want to have a presence about me. Like you're magnetic. I'll take two tablespoons of whatever you're having. Those are the people who get the best results because there's what they want is in alignment with what I want. 
and I have the skills, I have the competency to get them there. Obviously, like I know I have, we have the training programs, we have the nutrition skills, whatever, but more importantly, they're bought into the vision and they're willing to be led and influenced. And that's, and I think that's what so many, so many people are, are missing when they're trying to affect change, when they're trying to have impact, when they're trying to create a result. It's just like, man, I keep going after the skill, right? I keep going after the, the nitty gritty, the tactics, the logistics of it, which is fine. But if you're trying to affect change that involves other people, you're going to have to, you're going to have to have a human component. You're going to have to understand how to build relationships. You're going to have to better understand how to communicate with people. And you can do all those things better when you start with yourself. You can, when you are more able to clearly articulate your ideas in what you stand for, you're able to think or speak those ideas out loud and you know clearly, it becomes much easier to communicate with others. When you know what you want and you go after it, it becomes much easier to attract others who want the same things for themselves and for you. And then you guys can work together. And it's going to be amazing. So in the end, you know, being magnetic, being charismatic, not a substitution for being competent at a job. We've all, we've all met somebody who is all talk and just no action can not back it up. But at the end of the day, that person might even be making more change than the person who's all competency, all skill and no human interaction. No ability to communicate, lead, or influence. And really, there's no there's no reason for anyone to be in either extreme. Any if you are smart enough to if you are smart enough to pick up a skill and become competent at it, you're smart enough to look inward and start defining some values for yourself and start being a little bit more intentional about who and what you allow to influence you so that you can then be more clear on how you lead and influence others. All right. Have a good one, everybody.